William Eastman, Managing Partner for BrokeWorks Media and Station Director at IBGR. If you listen to any of our broadcasts, you know we consider all entrepreneurs part of one family. People who are the heroes of our societies because they put their soul into the game and risk failure for everybody else. We want to meet and get to know everyone, like having a family reunion. Plus, to provide the highest quality of programming, we need to hear from you. The place to start is to become a subscriber. Every week we will send you our broadcasting schedule, links to show notes, and occasionally a gift like something practical from our toolbox. It is simple to do. Go to our Join Us page, sign up, and become part of the most important global community, entrepreneurs. Never forget, we create over 50% of the jobs around the world. We look forward to meeting you. This is William Eastman, Managing Partner for GrowthWorks Media and Station Director for IBGR. One of my jobs is finding great on-air talent, consultants and business owners with presence and a story to tell. We're expanding our broadcast team to represent our four core time zones, North America, Australia, New Zealand, Singapore, and the Philippines, the India subcontinent, and the last of four, United Kingdom, Ireland, Europe, and Africa. If you are a small business consultant or business owner and would like to audition for an on-air slot in our six-hour show cycle, contact the station director, and that is at programming at btr.network. We will respond to your email within one business day. Thanks for listening, and don't miss this great opportunity to put the world back to work and grow with us. Thanks. IBGR.network. IBGR is our call sign as radio station, but we are more than a radio station. We are a network. I am your host, Dr. Tracy Hines Lashley. This is episode number four in our D Lane, and we are talking about SOPs are available for our processes. Remember, we are in the people lane, but today we are process focused. We just talked about a few of the um, sections of the SOP earlier. So now I want to get into the specific procedures. This is the bulk of the document and includes the specific specific step-by-step procedures that need to be followed in order to successfully comply with company standards and safety regulations. This section could also include a description of the scope and purpose of the SOP its limits, and how it's used. You can also include standards, regulatory requirements, roles and responsibilities, and inputs and outputs. I will tell you, working on a thorough installation, we ensure that we provide regulatory guidance. There is nothing more frustrating than someone asking, 
Why do we need to do this? Says who? Well, I don't think we should do it. Guess what? This will eliminate those statements and questions. Because if you are following guidelines from somewhere else, or even from another SOP or process, you want to include that information. Because we have a lot of people who want to follow the guidelines, they want to follow the rules, but they want to know where it's coming from. You know, and, and that's with anything in life. <laughs> Would you follow something and not know exactly why you're having to do it? Sometimes we do, but in general, we all want to know. We all want to know why we're following something. And we also want to um, ensure we have the necessary and additional details that are needed to complete the, each step. Discuss decisions that would need to be made. Possible blockers, safety conditions, and any other what-if scenarios that may arise. And clarification of terminology. Like I said, in the, in the DOD, we use a lot of uh, acronyms. So you want to ensure that people are aware of these. What do they mean? So as they're reading through the document, if they see something, it tells you, okay, well, I need to go back and see what that means because it's inside the document. Any health and safety warnings, you want to also ensure in the documentation a troubleshooting section. This is also required or it should be included just in case something goes wrong because you know, just like today's episode, I, it was a little bit of trouble when I first came on this show, but hey, I'm good now. But you know, we had the troubleshooting tips. We went through it. Hey, I'm on the air. <laughs> That's all that matters, I'm here. So, and you also want to have a complete list of equipment and supplies needed. So when someone is reading that SOP, they know, hey, okay, I need to do this job right here. And, oh, wait, I need this particular tool. Let me go and grab it. And I'll be on my way. And I can complete this task. Now, another important step that a lot of people miss out on, review test, edit, and repeat. Create a checklist. So during the review process, people know exactly where they need to go. They exactly what they need to be checking off. I have a lot of auditors in my office. So I have a process to where I'm auditing the auditors. And they're like, "That's why, why am I being audited? You know, I know my job. Okay, it's, it's cool. You know your job, but guess what? I want to ensure that we're following all of the process and procedures because sometimes we're doing it ourselves. We can miss something because we're unconsciously doing things and you know, our conscious mind hasn't caught up with that yet. So you want to write it down. You want to make sure that every single step is being followed. Every single step is you know provided because what if someone comes in, a new employee, they don't know those steps is in your mind. So if you don't document those steps, that could be a problem for that employee. And it could also affect their performance rating because if it's not documented and they were following the process, if they miss something, they could actually get in trouble for that, you know, and we don't want that to happen. 
you know, and test the document to ensure that you achieve the desired results. If your process map, in your process map, you should have a team identified to conduct the testing. So what I do a lot of times is I have my actual team who reviews all the documentation. They go and sit with the employees who are following this to make sure that every single step is included. And that's another way that you can do this. You know, incorporate relevant edits and suggestions to improve the document. This is also very important for that you do this. And repeat these steps until the document is approved and accepted by all stakeholders. I said all stakeholders, not just one or two, not just, okay, executive leadership saw it and they signed off on it, it's good. No, 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 no. You want to make sure that we don't have any internal cross boundaries going on and happening that need to look at this document as well, or even outside of your organization. There may be people outside who need to read this and say, hey, well, what about this? And you didn't think about it. You know, and then you're going to implement your SOP. You're going to make it easily accessible. You know, if you have Microsoft SharePoint, you know, that's a great tool where you can store all of your documentation. There's Google Drive, OneDrive. There are so many avenues that you can ensure that your documentation is readily available for everyone. Now, we have our documents. It's been reviewed. What about training the employees to ensure that they understand everything that's written? That's an important step. That's something that people, you know, fail to realize. You know, it's okay to read it and read over it and sign off and say, hey, I know what's going on, but how do you really know? So when you have that training with the stakeholders, it reduces misinterpretation and inconsistencies in the workplace. Exactly what the SOP seeks to eliminate. It also increases stakeholder buy-in by discussing the why the new process is beneficial and how each person's role contributes so I'm telling you, when your employees or all stakeholders, when they feel valued, man, they will be loving to follow your process and you would hardly hear any, any complaints. And provide stakeholders a chance to practice the new process and ask questions. So we can come up with this great process and, you know, the SOP is just, you know, awesome. But guess what? If someone hasn't looked at it, who's going to be using it? Hmm. What good is it going to be when it's implemented and they have questions and you didn't think about it? It's like, oh yeah, that is very important. So think about it like this. Think about it as the aircraft manufacturers. They write these great SOPs and processes, but they miss a step. What do you think is going to happen? So use that to think about your business and depending on what it is, it could cost you your business. So all these important steps that I went over today, you know, they're very crucial to maintain 
you know, the employee standard, sanity for once and an employee buy-in, but you need to ensure that your business stays whole, that you get to stay in business. And as I stated before, review your SOPs every six to 12 months. Where I work, we have to review our processes annually because if we don't, during accreditation and inspection time, we get a hit for it. So depending on your organization, this might be the same way. But as a leader, you want to ensure you're doing that anyway. You want to ensure that no no drastic changes have happened in your organization. You want to ensure that everyone is following the right procedures and processes. There is nothing worse than employees following a stale process. It could also impede, like I said, your profits and productivity. So a quick recap, nine steps and over, begin with the end in mind, select the format, ask for input, you know that, team up, <laughs> define the scope, identify your audience, write the SOP and writing style to fit your, your their intended outcome. Review, test, edit, and repeat. Train your stakeholders and have your annual reviews. And if you are having to follow the ISO 9000 standards, which will elevate your SOP writing to another level to meet other requirements, you know, you can Google that and there's a lot of information out there for you. So thank you for listening to Team Up and Thrive with Tracy. I am the founder and chief elevation officer of the Leaders Innovative Growth Solutions, LLC. And coming up, you are in for a treat. We have Miss Angela Hooper Minifield. And she is on a D lane and also talking about people lane. She's on the uh, people lane, I'm sorry. She will be talking about episode D4.004, Sense of Accomplishment at the End of the Day. Signing off.